Hi, welcome to Human Touch, a podcast that celebrates human conversation, the way we experience each other. Today, again, we'll try to jumpstart great everyday conversation. My name is Matikos, and I'm your host. So let's go. Hi, this is episode number 54. Let's start with the shameless plugin. Have you heard my other podcast, Cybertrack? It's about my personal journey of becoming a junior software developer. So if you're interested in this on any level, or just like hearing my voice, please do check it out. I think it has a bit different rhythm and each episode is much shorter. Maybe in a way it's more personal. Not that Human Touch is a commercially produced show without my soul in it. To the contrary, I only speak about topics that are on my mind or things that I came across recently and it touches on the subjects that I care deeply about. The best way to see difference between the two podcasts is obviously to check out Cybertrack. And do let me know what do you think. Okay, enough. Let's move on. There was a quote I saw in the end of October that made me think about this particular topic. Joel Embiid, professional basketball player of Philadelphia 76ers, said about another player, Andre Drummond of Detroit Pistons, I feel like I own a lot of real estate in his head. These two are one of the best players currently playing in the league. And they both compete for the title of the NBA's leading rebounder. And psychological warfare is necessary addition to competing on the athletic level. But what I thought is how many people own real estate in my head without any kind of mental warfare or even without them knowing we And when I say we, I mainly mean myself. We so often drag people and their opinions or our perception of their opinions to our heads and let them stay there and have it endlessly guide our behavior and decisions. I do it all the time. Do you? Let's try to unpack it and maybe, just maybe, some of them could leave. Sorry, I'm a little bit under the weather. So pardon my voice. A lot of what I'm about to say, I learned from Brooke Castillo of lifecoachschool.com. She also has a podcast called The Life Coach School Podcast with Brooke Castillo. This is a real treasure trove with so many gems. I'm a big fan. So basically, I want to focus on three cases. One, past in our heads, like still arguing or reliving something from our past that someone said to us or did to us. Two, is present in our heads, our expectations of how other people should behave. And finally, future, which is what will other people think of me? Past. It's important to say that I'm talking about regular kind of events from our past. There are people who experience real trauma and might suffer from PTSD or other forms of negative effects. Such people need professional advice and help. If you are one of them, please do not hesitate to reach out for help. There are many resources available offered by professionals. But I'm talking about regular events. Let's say there is this guy who has not invited me to his son's wedding last spring and I really thought we were friends 
or at least as good friends as Joe and Judy who did get invited and I didn't. And I'm so disappointed and upset with him. He really, really should have invited me for so many reasons. I think of it any time I see him. Sounds familiar? As Byron Katie, famous self-inquiry writer, once said, if you argue with past, you lose 100% of time. You can't change the past. It already happened. It's done. The only thing you can do is change how you feel about the past. Was that your friend? Really? So be a friend and give him a benefit of doubt. Just like I can generate excuses for my own behavior endlessly, so too maybe I can extend the same courtesy to someone I call my friend. Oh, you say she wasn't your friend and maybe doesn't enjoy a privilege of benefit of doubt. Then is that important? Why? Is it important now? How? Brooke Castillo says it only matters because the way we think about the past. But there is no barrier whatsoever for us to change that way, the way we think about the past. It's all up to us. Next, present. I get frustrated a lot, so I think I really know what I'm talking about. And that is why I constantly work on my deep breathing. And by far, most of the time I get upset and angry is when people's behavior doesn't match my expectations. I guess this is a bit like what we talked about the past, but this one isn't present. I came recently across an article by Mark and Angel, link in the show notes, that brought this for me into a focus. It says that we all walk with ideas in our heads about how things are supposed to be. And this is a big problem. We expect our spouses, our children, our friends, and even total strangers to behave a certain way. We expect life to be less difficult. And then reality hits us. And it turns out that everyone, ourselves included, behave in, a, in the opposite way. And we react with anger, frustration, stress, etc. And these things just keep on piling on, eventually harming us, not only emotionally, but also physically with all kinds of heart complications or whatnot. So what can you do? According to this article, you need to breathe deeply and think different. Or more precisely, remind myself that I cannot control how people behave. You cannot control most of the things that happen to you. What you can control is how you respond. I would probably also add how I behave compared to my expectations. But the response to how others behave is the big one. So, Mati, remember, you can't change how people behave. So, relax and let go. And if you still can't let go, give them benefit of doubt. Take a deep breath. And even if the science is wrong and deep breathing doesn't help calming our fight and flight reaction, taking a deep breath to me always sounds like a good and healthy idea. Future. Let me cut straight to the chase. Don't we, don't I spend so much time wondering what others will think of me? Will this person like what I said? Will she think I am smart? How will they judge me for what I wear? 
And again, a lot of times we worry about complete strangers and not even opinions of people we care about. We way too often twist ourselves into life situations that we don't really want. And we do it only because we want people to think of us a certain way, have a certain opinion of us. It's so important to remember that while we do so much to control other people's opinions, it is really not controlling them at all. We just can't control other people. So many of us spend so much time pretending so other people will think we are smart, cool, pretty, and successful. They might tell you you're awesome, but you don't know what they are really thinking. And as Brooke Castillo says, it's none of your business what they are thinking. People's opinion of you is based on them. She says you may look like a person's third grade teacher. And the minute you walk through the door, they hate you because you remind them of that third grade teacher who was really mean to them and they never got past it. You don't know why people like you and you don't know why people don't like you. What they think of you is based on so many complex variables going into their heads. And it has all to do with them and nothing to do with you. Brooke Castillo quotes a Pinterest pin saying, you could be the juiciest peach in the world, but there is always going to be someone that doesn't like peaches. I know you might cringe at this Oreo bite-sized wisdom because there is so much more to it and we cannot just reduce it into one catchy phrase. But I think this is here just to remind us of this broader context. So as a quick reminding tool, it works well. Even if you don't like peaches. I'm not a big fan of peaches. I like the quote. You can't control other people's opinions. And if you do chasing them, trying to act cool and so on, then maybe they like the way you act for them and not real you. So if you can't change the way they think about you, then the best recipe is to act natural, like real you. That is not going to change anyone's mind. But people who are your people will like you for who you are. That's so liberating. Be yourself and give people permission not to like you. To have opinion of you, whatever it is. You can't change it. All you can do is to strive to live up to your standards and higher truths that you hold dear. If you start making sure that you no, that I live my life according to who I really want to be and not the way that others will like me, then this is a life of way less frustration and anxiety and a way more real human connection and true growth. And now comes my favorite twist. Brooke Castillo says, just like the fact that some people don't like you has nothing to do with you, so too, if they like you, it also has nothing to do with you and all to do with them and the way they filter your image through the myriads of their life experiences. Such a cool thought. So now, how do you feel? Liberated? Again, I am no wiser than any of you and I make the same mistake and often even more mistake than you. I just wanted to talk about it because it helps me. 
I need this verbal reminder as an eviction notice for all the people living in my head. So what are your thoughts? Please do share them with me on Twitter at Podcast Human, on our Facebook page, Human Touch Podcast. You can send me an email to humantouchpodcast at iCloud.com or you can share your opinion on iTunes where you can give me ratings and review. And the most important is let your friends know about this podcast. I hope to hear from you soon and you will hear from me very, very soon. All the best. Bye.